Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Mabin. 8150-939 is the number. 939 is the station. I like to thank my man Rummage for giving me a second to allow me to just quench my pregame thirst. I mean, now that Mr. Valvano and and Paul Rogers just just have the official now that Louisville has or 93.9 has the exclusive rights to all of the sports. I heard uh, Drew talking about it earlier. Just having the rights to all the sports. I had to step aside and make the unofficial Louisville basketball pregame show. Um, before we get started in this segment, again, appreciate you, Steve. Uh, let me give a special thanks and reminder to everyone. Special thanks to the newest member of the team, Kentucky and a Pump Sales. Yes, Kentucky and a pump salespeople for every home, building, business, or municipality that all rely on the pumps they provide. Remember, people, the moment you need a water or sewage pump, think of Kentucky and a pump sales. There are first responders or essential personnel. Over 35 years of experience, best service, fairest possible price, and it's right over in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Go see Harold. Go see Mark. They'll find out exactly, and I do mean exactly, what you need. Utility, sump, affluent, grinder, whatever kind you need. 3303 Industrial Parkway, or you can write down this number, 812-725-9217, or simply visit KentuckyAnnaPumps.com. So here's the thing. We only have two of these left, a Virginia Tech and a Virginia. I should have. I should have prepped by giving my man Ace Custis a ring. I know y'all remember Ace Custis. I might I might just jump on um I might just jump on uh social media and, and hit him up or give him a call and razz him a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Or oh, who knows? Who knows what we'll do. Um so here's the thing, good people. Virginia Tech pregame show. Virginia Tech, Louisville. Virginia Tech's right now currently, uh, I believe, 6-12 and 12 in the conference. Not a great record. Big time opportunity for my Louisville Cardinals to show this city, the public, and the coaching staff that they have some intestinal fortitude, internal fortitude, whatever uh, phrase you want to you want to use. This team, this Virginia Tech team, 
can do two things. Well, three maybe. Well, I guess it's not. Okay, put it this way. This Virginia Tech team is susceptible to either being a front runner or a hang around, wait for you to uh, uh, wait for you to blow it and and try to steal a game. As, and here's the thing, no perfect, no better matchup for Virginia Tech to try to steal a game than a inconsistent team like like Louisville. Virginia Tech's going to test Louisville's belief, the players' belief in in their in their selves and their belief in you know and wanting to put on a a good show in in the home season, right in the Yum Center. You know, just gonna just gonna really really be a good a good test of just how bad do you want it? How how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be here? How bad do you want do you play like you have something to prove? You know, uh, uh, name on the jersey, name on the back of the jersey, all that stuff. This game is a lot less about actual skill set and talent and, and and all those things. But I could not I could not resist. I have to you know I have to I have to discuss some of the things you see now. Watching Virginia Tech, you know you know I, I'm going to do this uh, rhythmic. I'm going to first kind of talk about the things I saw out of Virginia Tech, and then I'm going to uh, kind of transfer that into talking about uh, uh, some of the, the Louisville players and what I need to see and what I expect to see and all those things. Looking at Virginia Tech, they have sophomore guard. And I'm just starting here. Sophomore guard, you know, get does a good job, get everybody in, into the right uh, uh, places. They're, you know, good, good system, right? Sophomore guard. But as soon as I say sophomore guard, He's tough. They have some, you know, some nice little handles on them. Nice, solid game. Just, just, just good, you know, good players, good guards. The first thing I say, L. Ellis, you have got to dominate your guard matchup. Mike James, between Couture and Padula, you guys have got to dominate your guard matchups. There's three guards. So Rodney Rice, who I believe just came off of injury, uh, just started playing maybe you know maybe one or two games ago. Very very short, you know, uh, uh, like I said, shortened season. Um, he's kind of an X factor. I may talk about the Rodney Rice kid a little later on, but listen, the, there's Couture and Padula. There, those are the guards. At this point of the season, I expect the confidence, the defense the aggression level of our guards to dominate the guard matchup. That's that's first and foremost. Like, this is a legitimate expectation coming into this game. I don't think that those guards should be able to stay in front of Mike James, L. Ellis. I believe that uh, Kamari Lands, and, and again, we're, we're, we're saying guards, I believe that Kamari Lands should be able to, to get to his spots at the free throw line and be able to finish. Either get to the free throw line or get to his mid-range. Because like I said, he normally a lot of coaches don't like the mid-range shot. Kamari Lands has shot it and he looks comfortable enough that it's not going to get blocked. And these aren't big guards that are necessarily going to challenge his shot. Also, 
Virginia Tech is not a challenging the shot type of team. They're they're a lot closer to a shell. They're a lot closer to a pack line. They're a lot closer to, you know, you have to beat them with the with the movement off the ball. Virginia Tech is just not is not going to be a listen, you're gonna get good looks. They're not going to uh, get high pressure. If you see a lot of pressure out of Virginia Tech, it's because they don't respect the the players on our team. That's that's pretty much the bottom line. If you see a lot of Virginia Tech in the passing lanes, if you see a lot of Virginia Tech, you know, open court steals and transition, it's because our guys are not playing with confidence. They're not putting Virginia Tech on their heels. They're not, they're not using the 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 energy of the Yum Center. It's just like they're not using. We are not using our resources and and aggression. If you see a bunch of turnovers out of Virginia Tech, now if you see a you know point guard centric turnovers, if you get a, a you know the the L Ellis, he hasn't been doing it. So it, it's funny. You you hate to even bring up. The jumping out of bounds pass. L. Ellis maybe he maybe has one of those turnovers a game nowadays. And isn't it amazing how we just move along past all of the fixed issues and just go back? You know, like I said, we we'll lump uh, general turnovers into L. Ellis category. But here's the thing. Again, this is not a you know a quick first step blow by you guys. Now listen, these guys. They have a step back. If you don't, if you don't play tied up on the screens, they will pull it. They can shoot. Virginia Tech can shoot the basketball. Again, they have a good system, but I think our intensity is going to be all the difference. Our respect, first of all, the respect, our respect for Virginia, our respect for the Louisville program is going to be on full display instantly. So first, first and foremost. The first key, what I'm going to be watching for right from the beginning. How do we challenge their guards? How do we keep their guards out of the paint? How do we, you know, you know, they're, they're, they're screening rolls, you know, off the ball. How, you know, just, just, you know, again, I know some of these are cliche. Some of these are repetitive. Are you willing at this point of the year to try to pressure a guard? And again, Coach Payne has said it. You should know you're in a evaluation market. Now, I know for a fact you're on social media. The lists are starting to come out now. The comeback lists, the you can go list. I know I talked about that uh, 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 in the first hour. Those lists are starting to pop out. Maybe if you didn't believe how much you were being evaluated, earlier on and then you know coach says hey every time you get on the court practice you know training every time you lace your shoes up you are being evaluated for your potential to 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 move forward and 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 to you know to be a prospect in this sport these guys are starting to you know read the social media you see uh, um the text lines the you know i get on the night show first question everyone who who goes who stays who are you keeping? Now, if that, if you don't read that and get a little extra bite motivated, then you are you you have no pulse. 
You have no pulse or you literally don't care. Could you imagine getting on the end? You're a part of a 12-man team. Can you imagine? <laughs> you're a part of a 12-man team and we're all in here having a conversation, right? Or, or let's just say this. We're about to play a game. And six commits. <laughs> six, actually, let's call them signees. Could you imagine you're about to play Virginia Tech and right behind the bench is six signees that you know are going to be here next year? And, and this is just a hypothetical world. Just set them. If you sat six signees right behind the bench, hypothetically, a seven foot one signee, hypothetically, a six foot three stocky looking guard that you know can play. Uh, um, let's say hypothetically, a six foot seven dead ass aim shooter. Like let's just say out of a state like Michigan or something. Like like the number one player in Michigan who's a six seven shooter. Just hypothetically sitting right behind the bench, right before Virginia Tech. Um, let's just say you had. A, a dude that that played like almost like international. Like you have a dude sitting behind the bench. You are I already gave you the seven one guy. I already gave you some six three, two hundred and ten pound power looking guard sitting right behind you. Um, like I said, the six seven dead aim shooter. You got another local kid, a local kid who everybody knows. Who who looks like <laughs> like no days missed in the weight room? So you have five or six of those sitting right behind the gym that are coming. All oh, this is hypothetical, of course. That are coming. I mean, I'll, I'll add in another six, seven, six, six guard. You know, like they're all sitting here. And you're being evaluated in this Virginia Tech game on how bad you want to be here. Because they're coming whether you like it or not. And they're not they're not being evaluated yet. You are being evaluated if you can make yourself useful enough to win a game. And everybody is there to support and simultaneously have their arms folded for this game. Which I hope, I, listen, I hope that energy is palpable to our players. <laughs> we knew this was coming. Like I said, this has happened slower than you thought, but oh no. Oh no. I just saw the worst thing uh, on the television. I'm not even going to, um, I'm not even going to entertain it uh, on this, on this pregame show. So again, this is going to be a, a trenches, a, a battle of the trenches of the mind, the physicality, the desperation, or or or, or the, the comfort. That's one thing to see. Starting off, I got to see my guards really dominate this game. Like I said, with their defense, with their length, your length is non-existent if you're not willing to use it to harass a player, if you're not willing to use your length to, you know, to disturb an opponent. Uh, get a hands up in the passing lanes. Because listen, they'll cut off the ball. And if we give up backdoor layups, it's gonna be twofold. It's gonna be the guy with the the guy who's guarding the basketball. If they make straight passes, 
and connect on these backdoor layups against us, that means somebody's not on the ball causing any pressure, and they're just standing off, and they're not playing with any desperation. I don't think Kenny Payne is um, to the point where he's just going to, you know, um, um, just uh, um, overreact. He's not going to overreact. He's not going to snatch everybody, but he's going to notice it. It's just going to be another check mark in your evaluation resume at the end of the year. And again, you know, you don't want to put it in, put everybody in the mood of, you know, one screw up and you're out of here and, you know, all that. But, you know, you know, every semester, you can think back when you were in school, you know what it was like trying to, trying to pick up your grade at the end. At the end of the year, some people could pull it off. Some people couldn't do it. Some of these guys need to pick up their grade at the end of the year. Um, um, for like I said, for Louisville, for elsewhere, you know, uh, uh, hypothetically. Okay, so that's kind of the guard thing, the big side of uh, of the ball, the bigs, mutts. I don't know if y'all remember him. Mutz is another guy. Seems like he's been there a long time. But seems like he also, everybody in the Yum Center, or when we see him play at Virginia Tech, everybody says the same thing. Why don't our bigs work that hard? We look at our bigs and say, we have just as much talent as that Mutz kid. Why do our bigs not work that hard? We've been saying it for years. So this is not a new thing. I think Jalen Withers should terrorize this kid. And listen, that guy has gotten the better of us to, to my remember. Maybe one year we got him in foul trouble, you know, but he ended up outworking us uh, 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 late in the game. But when I look at him, I say, this is back, this goes back to the what is talent definition. Because everybody, like I said, this is this is one argument that we're going to be able to have all summer long, or one a discussion, not argument. What is talent? You know, the, like I said, the kid can play, but he has a motor and a discipline. You know, like a, a motor and a discipline to do whatever it takes to try to help his team win. That's what Mutz has, and and if I see him with the second shot put back. If I see him with the screaming at our guys, if I see him on the free throw line all night, uh, uh, him give up the hard foul and just raise his hand and then, and then we go up and miss the free throw or we fall on the ground. Like this guy is a physical, they're a big man. They're, they have one big energy guy around the basket. He's always in help position. You know, He's their, he's their quote-unquote athlete slash enforcer. Now, the other bigs, you know, good shooting, you know, good shooters, good passers, very fundamentally sound, set good screens. Like, you know, like like you would want your role players to be. Mutz is the only role player slash playmakers, you know, that can really leave an impact on the game. Mutz is probably the only um, – the two guards and their big guy Mutz. He's, you know, it's probably six – it's probably six eight six. Oh, he's probably six nine. He's probably legitimate six nine. Um, he's the guy that can leave you angry at your team. Uh, Mutz is probably the number one guy that can leave you angry at your team. The two guards, uh, Couture and Padula. Those are the. Uh, this Rodney Rice kid, he can play a little bit. You may, you may, 
like I said, coming off an injury, just just now getting some minutes. Uh, I believe he's coming off injury, just getting minutes. If you see him, if you see him and he has a good game, he might be one guy you look at him and say, okay, we're going to tip our cap because this guy's, you know, can, can, can kind of just play. Big man Mutz, you'll, he'll leave you mad. He'll make you feel like he outworked your team, and and which would be incredibly disappointing. The two guards will just look like, look, that the two guards, if they have a good game on us, then the the I just want guards crowd is gonna go ballistic. <laughs> you know, and listen, and I'll be I won't join them, but I'll shut my mouth a little bit <laughs> if you get terrorized by these two guards at this point in the season. No pressure or anything. Just don't don't get terrorized by them. Um so that's that's two things. Um uh the energy on that, um their defense versus our offense. The best way I can describe this is they're going to keep us in front of them or they they their job is to keep us in front of them. Our first steps in the last game Georgia Tech our first steps looked so much better than they have all year. When the ball is swung, we had some first steps where we got down in real position, like expecting the, the basketball to come to, to, to come and expecting to catch the basketball, having your feet a little more ready to go. Our first steps, like I said, I'm not looking at the score the same, and that sucks for y'all. For me... It's awesome because like, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a bad score. It's a bad record season. It's bad. All this good thing. I enjoy the growth of the product, the growth of the individual. I was extremely proud of the way Jalen Withers attacked the basket a couple of times. I like, okay. People hold their breath. Right. When, when Jalen Withers starts dribbling the ball, right. When I see Jalen Withers uh, make his first step under control, full balance under him, I'm excited about what happens next. So I'm not holding his breath when he's when he attacks the right way. When the ball comes and he's attacking the right way, I expect a good, strong finish or a good pass or anything like that. When he's off balance and standing up straight and, and then – I see him standing up straight, and most people say, you know, uh, uh, you start holding your breath, waiting for the turnover to come. Most of the time, I know nothing's good going to happen if he attacks the basket and he does the, you, you know, like everybody does it a little bit, kind of the, I want to show the ref that he's hand-checking me, but he's exaggerating that hand-check instead of, you know, getting lower, getting his, you know, past his opponent's hip. You know, and creating space. Last couple of games, people, he's been able to do that. So if these guys keep that first step and then use their explosion, use their height, it'll be a really, really fun game to watch. I I honestly expect to be feeling good. My expectation is to be feeling good um, tonight and tomorrow when we're talking about what they did, what they brought to the table. Um, 
a hundred percent. Um, just like I said, just because of the individual improvement, uh, the, the, the frustrating times are when you say, okay, we did all of this stuff so much better technique wise, but we just didn't give the desperation effort that is needed to win a basketball game, especially on the road, especially a senior night, uh, uh, especially a Georgia Tech revenge game. And there's always some extra energy with the Passner thing. And I thought the bus trip, I thought the bus loads of people would change the attitude or, or would would intensify the desperation, give it a home road uh, um, um, appreciation vibe. So I was very kind of I was very disappointed with the lack of desperation, being that we brought so many fans there uh, to the Georgia Tech game. But again, separate the intensity and the desperation with the actual fundamentals and the like. I said the the movement, the shooting, the passing, so much improved. So so there were so many things that were so much improved that I was really happy about. You know, the details. You know, like I said, the basketball details, I, 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 it might not make sense, but go back and watch for yourself. Even if you watch the condensed version, you know, listen, Georgia Tech been shooting well, shot it great. You know, like I said, was in some games, beat Miami recently. Uh, uh, I know Steve got mad yesterday about texters trying to insert whatever negative <laughs> thing they could do. But. The Georgia Tech game, like I said, Georgia Tech was was de- definitely trending. If you actually watched the uh, uh, their games, we did not get them out of their comfort zone one bit. Best thing I saw from that was the attacking, was the getting to the basket, um, but just didn't put together an effort. Um, that is, those are the macro headed into the game. Um, that's the macro uh, perspective on Virginia Tech. When we come back, what I'll be concentrating on. For our guys, again, clock is ticking. Decisions are being made. Rosters are being shaped. Uh, uh, potential rosters for next year are being formed. Uh, uh, leaving the 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 lasting impressions that the players can leave in the fans' minds. Some that won't be here. Some that will be here. You want to do your best to leave your final impressions. When we come back, I'm going to kind of talk about some of the things I want to see. For me to be confident going into my offseason that I can trust that you know you're, you're gonna get better, you're gonna improve. So we'll get into the details of some of our players in our final segment. Last commercial break. I would say middays, but I'll say from the unofficial ESPN Louisville slash 939 basketball show on 939 The Bill. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's middays with Marcus Maven. 8150 939 is the number. 939 is the station. I, I try to get myself out of saying the midday show. I tried to make it the unofficial. I'm sure Mr. Valvano and Paul Rogers won't mind if I call this the unofficial pregame show, Virginia Tech, University of Louisville. Again, huge opportunity. I'll say this. Let's just add a little something. You know, we always want to take care of our partners. Brought to you by Citadel Roofing and Construction. Your home is your fortress, and your first line of defense is your roof. So if your roof is under attack by either Mother Nature or Father Time, 
you should be calling Citadel Roofing and Construction. Citadel Roofing and Construction is locally owned and operated. We'll provide free inspections, estimates, and of course, they'll work with your insurance. Did I also mention their A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau? Let Citadel Roofing and Construction protect the roof that protects you by calling 502-219-7964. We must protect this house. Y'all remember that little swole kid on the commercial, the Under Armour commercial? (laughs) Wasn't that so creepy? (laughs) Oh, So getting back to the unofficial pregame show, what do I expect to see out of my guys? Of course, we did the... L. Ellis conversation. L. Ellis, you have to be. L. Ellis has been on a tear. I know I've said that. I've said that today. I said it yesterday. I said it last night. L. Ellis has been tearing. He really has read some ridiculous numbers across the conferences. His usage numbers. His, you know, like he he's he's made leaps and bounds of improvement. Now you can say it's 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 coach related. You can try to undercut his growth and say it's just the minutes played. It does not matter. He is playing a lot lower, a lot stronger, a lot more under uh, a lot more under control. And here's the thing. This is what I want to say about Ellis. Last thing I want to say about Ellis in this game, in this game centric. L, it is not your job. To pace yourself. Your job is to set the pace for the team. Do not pace yourself. What do I mean by do not pace yourself? It's going to start with you trusting Hersey Miller. Or Fabio. Or Mike James. Or the coaching staff. You give it up at your your position. You, like, L has to know. That... Watching guards pull up over you and, and or pull up over our best player is deflating to the team. You watch enough basketball, you see the reactions. They do not react well when L. Ellis just gives up. Look, you ha- you don't close out the right way. Guy hits a three. You're the best player on the team. I mean, you see it on on every other team. When the best player on a team gives up buckets, it's very deflating because it's like now we have to come down to the other end and work hard to get you open, listen to your orders. You know, you just gave up, you know, two three-pointers and we're down six. Like, it's, it's kind of like hypocritical for us to say, okay, you can give up points and sometimes you get us the points and sometimes you don't. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you get my point. It's not against L. It's just a kind of a subconscious behavior that I hope L begins to recognize. You can't be the one to give up the hands down by your side lack of challenge. And because it's like Coach Payne respects you enough not to sit around and cuss you out the whole time. He knows he needs you. He knows he needs your leadership and all the things you, you provide. But the next step for L is to recognize you can't be the one to have your hands down by your side and giving up the points. And your man can't be the one to get the cleanup rebound and the bucket. We really started changing our team's chemistry when L started ensuring that no guards get these extra loose rebounds. That was a big change. That was a big step up 
and and our um big change, big step up, and our team chemistry and our our our, our hard play, all that good stuff. So there's that. And that's like I said, that's from the L. Ellis part. That's what I want to see. Jalen Withers. You got to have a night. You got to have a night. Sidney Curry. I know I'm sure he wants to have a good senior night. Um, uh, again, that this the L. Ellis Sidney Curry conversation is a total uh, other you know other monster. Jalen Withers is the perfect matchup to have a night. It's like Jalen. There is a crowd of people who want to see that you can take care of the basketball. I don't even want to say handle the basketball. I think when you try to prove you can handle it, you do the most unnecessary stuff. I'm going to say this name, and everybody, I do mean everybody, is going to do the exact same thing simultaneously. Everybody's going to think the same thing. Damian Dantzler. Damian Dantzler. When he was, when Damian Dantzler, when he just did what he needed to do to help the team, he never turned over the ball. When he just focused on, we need this shot. This ball comes around to me. We need this shot to go in. Damian Dantzler was a hell of a basketball player, but the second he started trying to prove to you that he could shoot, the second he tried to prove to you that he could handle the basketball, it's, oh, my God, people, I wish, I, like I said, the the OGs right now know exactly what I'm saying when I tell you. When I got to college, Davion Dantzler is going to get drafted. I don't care what any – I used to argue with Troy Escalade Jackson. Oh, my God. How can Damian Dantzler stay in front of me at this size? He can shoot. He can handle the ball. He, he got reverse moves, left hand, right hand, fundamentals. But it just – I never saw – and I'm telling you, they react sitting in this studio with L. Ellis. He reacts to Jalen Withers. Everybody reacts to Jalen Withers exactly how I used to react to Damian Dantzler. Just you got it all. Don't do any – like don't try to prove anything. Just go kill somebody, you know, well, just on the court. You know, just go work somebody with, with aggression. Don't don't think, don't think, don't prove, don't do anything, but just dominate. Like it, it's the it's God. If you could get and Damian, actually, the irony is Damian's a coach now. If you could get Dantzler to just say, "Son, I know exactly what you're thinking. I know what you're doing. Every time you try to prove you can handle the ball, you make a mistake." Every time you try to prove you can do something, you make a mistake. When you play desperate and intense, Jalen Withers, you're you're awesome. You're awesome. When you do everything but try to score, everything but try to handle the basketball, you do everything great. Da- uh, Jalen Withers has got to have a night. 
he has to have a night for this to for this to feel like a successful Tuesday, beautiful weather night game evening. I would like to send just a little threatening warning shot <laughs> to the ACC. Now you listen. Now that Steve's not picking at me, I would love, and I do mean love, to put on a little ACC run. <laughs> I would be tickled. But here's the thing. You know how everybody says uh, uh, towards the end of the season, my ACC tournament run starts tonight. It's And listen, the season started with Jalen Withers, L. Ellis, and Sidney Curry. I don't know. I don't have very many expectations out of Sidney Curry. And nobody's more hurt than me to not have expectations out of Sidney Curry. I, I hate I hate the fact that I had to go that that I <laughs> I had to watch my expectations of Sidney Curry change so much over the course of a season. This is incredibly disappointing. But as disappointed as I am at that, watching Jalen Withers and L. Ellis move around on the court when they really go rebound. When they really try to make a defender uncomfortable, when they're really just playing with their heart and soul, it's it it's really really exciting to watch. Um, third, Kamari Lance. Here's the thing: this is this is the position Kamari Lance is in now. You're playing better. I think you're realizing. Okay, Kamari Lance got a couple buckets. Now, Kamari Lance has been being complimented on his shooting. Okay, we all know this. Shot good. You look, you know, you look nice on some of those pull-ups. Now, are you going to carry that I'm looking to score into a senior night atmosphere? Are you going to hold back and watch it and, you know, let everybody kind of eat? And then when we get down 10 or 12, or 15 and there's no pressure, then are you going to decide to shoot? Are you going to do, are you going to go be a winner? Listen, Kamari Lanz's pull-up is another thing that only helps us when he does the rebounding, when he does the defense, when he gets his long arms disturbing other people, his shots start going in. It's amazing. That's when they go in or when we're getting blown out, which is worthless. And if we're getting blown out, it means you're not doing the other stuff. Here's the other thing with Kamari. Kamari is at the end of this science experiment. He is the hypothesis of the experiment. What I mean by that, we think he's talented. We think Kamari Lands is very talented, obviously. We think Kamari Lands should be able to to make probably one of the biggest jumps on the team, freshman to sophomore. Coach Payne was hoping that that he would be further along, but where he is now, the Kamari Lands is the com- is going to be the short six one six two guard senior transfer versus. Give me an upside, talented Kamari Lands 
six foot seven. Can he learn fast enough to be effective moving forward? I'm going to repeat what I just said. I, I know some people may not have understood that. You know, we have different levels of, of, of basketball acumen. Kamari, okay, when you argue at the beginning of the year, when Marcus Babin says, do I take the senior grad transfer from, you know, from this pro, from Austin P. Do I take the senior, 6'2", senior guard transfer from Austin P. Played a lot of minutes, has a lot of experience, solid this, solid that, solid ball handler. Do I take that guy or do I take upside six foot eight, 90% free throw shooter, 90 plus percent free throw shooter, Kamari lands and say, I need to grow you up because you have some things that six two guard will never be able to stop. You you have you your length, your size, your shooting at that size. I can overwhelm people with your abilities if you can come along faster. Your Kamari Lance is like Mr. Science Experiment for big guards. Can we roll a bunch of big guards out there? Can we teach these guys how to really lock down on some on the defensive end? Can we teach these guys the importance of using your energy on the defensive end and how much it will make the offensive end uh, uh, more comfortable. Kamari Lands is a big, he's a big time experiment tonight. So, so I'll be watching his, I'll be watching his swagger. I'll be watching his swagger. I'll be watching. Does he feel the pressure of performing tonight? Like I said, good game. You know, uh, uh, seems to be on a on a nice incline. So Kamari Lance, he's another guy. Um, now I think the like I said, the tone setters for the entire night, the energy level tone. Set, it's like put it this way: if you divide it up into energy and uh, or like you know, again, the tone of the game from start is is L. Ellis Jalen Withers. the The bulk of the body of the game. Is going to be JJ, Mike, and JJ, Mike, and Kamari. That'll be the that'll be the body of the game, and you know, you want to kind of say the same things like like Mike James. Mike James is going to be the 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 he's he's. He's I've Dwayne Sutton him. I hate when I do this to players. I always owe them an apology. Mike James, I don't think his shooting ever really determines if we win or lose. I think his his attacking the basket and making the right play. Like like Mike James Take care of the ball. Come to the basketball, Mike. My goodness, Mike. Do not let, if you let someone shoot the gap on you tonight, if the ball is coming to you and you let somebody shoot the gap, Mike James, that is like out of everything I love about Mike James. If you just make sure, hey, the contract, Mike, 
is if I pass you the ball, you do everything in your power to make sure that ball gets to you. Even if it means you have to block the other guy or you have to, you have to, the scout report's out, Mike. The scouting report is out that you don't step over your man like you're supposed to. And passers, do him a favor, please. If you're going to bounce the ball, bounce it out there in front of him where he can come get the ball. Put it out there in front of him where he can get it. And Mike, hold off your man. Hold off your man. And coach, help them out. If these Virginia Tech guards get on the top side of my guards, I want a backdoor plan ready to go. Mike James, if they're on the top of you, coach, coach, I'm going to put this one square on you. Because like when Florida State did it, we seen these guards getting extremely nosy about, about getting in the passing lanes. Mike James, when we call one of these quick backdoor cuts for you, boy, you better punish somebody. <laughs> Mike James, if you if you set somebody up, I want you to cut out there and I want you to throw them. <laughs> I want you to hip toss somebody out of bounds if you if you catch them overplaying you. And I, and what I mean overplaying people just you know, being on top, being really far away from the basket and playing Mike James tight. Our guy we, we should be in in a passing position to get guys to stop being nosy like that. So Mike James, body of the game, big time body of the game. JJ, JJ's going to be our energy guy. JJ is going to be our energy guy. When when we have a fully invested athlete like JJ Trainer, help side, length, distraction, JJ, the scouting report is out there. Just listen, if you go up like you're ready to punch on somebody, you would be amazed. I've told you this before. You will be amazed at how many people don't want to jump. But, JJ, you have to load up. You have to uncork. You have to load up like you're doing a, a what is it, Um, like you're doing the vertical test. You have to jump like you're doing a vertical test when you get the, the basketball. You have to expect that the basketball is going to be there on an alley-oop. The, the, um, the L. Ellis alley-oop that you caught last game. The guy was kind of nudging you in the back a little bit. That took a little off your jump or him just being right behind you. <laughs> you should be salivating like Pavlov's dog whenever whenever else, when you set a screen the better screen you set JJ the more likelihood there's going to be a wide open alley-oop for you whenever there's a play that your number is called you should be a wound up rubber band ready to explode out of it. Don't get caught being flat-footed. Be a voice. Be an energy. Be a deflection guy. Be a rebound that makes us go, hell yeah. Be that rebound. You don't get to just collect rebounds. 
collect them. Look, snatch them with authority. You can hear the crowd gasp when you set an example. Your opponents gasp when they see how high you get to collect a rebound. The commentators. This is this is the evaluation that the coach is talking about. This is the energy that you can bring. This like JJ Trainer's athleticism makes the team look ten times more athletic in its entirety. So JJ Trainer, real body of the game. This game is going to be decided. Like I said, through the yeah through the the body of it, JJ Mike Kamari. Now. Who's who's going to decide to step up and give us true big man points? That's that's another that's my biggest worry. Because you're not going to be able to just go around Virginia Tech and finish because they will sit in there and take the charge. They'll keep you in front of you. Uh, You would have to have. Listen, they want to force you. They're not really going to contest you all crazy. They just want to force you to shoot three-pointers. Shoot over the top of them all night long. That's what they want. Somebody, without driving, somebody's going to have to crash. the uh, Multiple guys are going to have to crash the offensive glass. I mean, listen, that J.J. and Jalen... I'm going to put them in the, if you want to win, you two, every time a shot goes up, your your two noses need to be no farther than the jump circle. If shots go up and JJ and Jalen don't have feet in the lane, I'm we're going to lose. And you know what I mean? Multiple shots go up. If J, and, and listen, there's a third person. Now, I don't know if it's going to be Sydney. I don't know if it's going to be Brandon. I don't know if it's going to be end of the year, Desperation Rose. I don't know if Coach is going to get pissed off at everybody and put Emmanuel in. Like, I don't know who's going to be that third guy. If Jalen, if Jalen, JJ, if we're not really pounding that offensive glass, It'll be a short night. Who is going to be the big man who steps in there? Best case scenario, it's going to be Brandon. The best case scenario is Brandon shows that he that he is that he has the motor to match the talent. I don't want this year to end with Brandon. Brandon Huntley Hatfield not having seized the opportunity for all this playing time, the opportunity for a open court, open floor system. Brandon Huntley Hatfield has the most opportunity and the least amount of expectations out there. Now his, you know his his people have high expectations, but the crowd does not. The fans do not. I don't know what the coaching staff really you know has put put on his plate. I was listening. I was extremely disappointed, even with how he barely jumped to dunk the ball uh, last game. L. Ellis, the first play of the second half, if you watch the condensed version, L. Ellis gets a pick and roll with Brandon Huntley Hatfield, throws it right down the lane, down Main Street, 
nobody around, not not nobody. There's nobody within five feet of Brandon Huntley Hatfield. And he jumped just high enough to dunk it. And I don't even want to hear injury because it's the exact same thing he did early in the year when I went crazy. So best case scenario, it'll be Brandon that really gives us some inside points, some inside toughness, just some true inside scoring. You know, make the good the good decision when they double. You know, whoever gets a couple of buckets on the inside are going to get doubled. So, you know, you're going to have to muck it up. Or you're going to have to be willing to, to be physical. Um, so, yeah, definitely definitely going to be watching for that. Um, just like I said, we, uh, a Sidney Curry, senior night. No one knows, like, you know, his situation. He didn't have the big public L. Ellis thing uh, uh, the same way. But, yeah, see, it could be Sidney Curry. Like I said, you could, you could get Emmanuel just to give us some good minutes. Emmanuel, you know, like, they don't have a lot of stretch. Big man, there's always somebody around the basket. Maybe you can – Get some minutes in there with the manual. Like I said, let him let him get a little physical, be a little be a little violent. Give me yeah, give him a little give him a little reward. Get Rose. Look, Rose is a Virginia guy. Maybe Rose has has a spark. The fact is, we we don't have any consistency out of that spot, and whoever shows up to play in in the big man spot is also going to be like the last. Like this is how you're going to win. One of one of the one of those three or four guys really have to give a high energy because listen mutts is going to bring the energy he's going to be looking to punk our team they're going to be looking to steal our shine on senior night and listen it's this year this year you've seen it before everybody it's like two and ten getting bombarded with l's down people take their shots when you're down they feel no sympathy and they'll even 360 on you with one second on the clock if they have to oh wait that was us do it again, Ellis. Nobody will be mad at you. <laughs> Just wait till right as the buzzer goes so the shot don't count and the other team won't have to take it out of bounds. Come on, fellas. Give us a good one. Give us a good senior night. Give us a good last home game, last good show of the season. Bid days with Marcus Mabin, otherwise known as the unofficial Louisville basketball pregame show. Always here on 93.9 The Ville. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.